How's it going, everyone, and welcome to the greatest Raiders show you ever heard in your life. This is the Raiders Daily. My name is Stephen Michaels. Let's get right into it. Let's recap the 2022 NFL Draft for your Las Vegas Raiders. This draft was in Vegas. The Raiders did not have a first or second round pick. But guess what? You got Devontae Adams. So, any team in a National Football League would give away their first and second round pick. Especially in this draft. Especially in this draft for Devontae Adams. So, despite, despite whoever the Raiders picked, which, you know, we'll talk about. The Raiders won the draft. But anyway, so let's go to the draft selections. Remember, the Raiders did not start this draft to the third round. And the third round, they go offensive, offensive line. Something that uh, I had a feeling they would probably do. Be, just because, you know, they need offensive linemen. They go with Dylan Parman from Memphis. This is a guy, it's weird, because he was one of the top center prospects coming into the draft, even though he never played center in college. I know, it's kind of weird. But, he can play guard, he can play tackle. It's going to be interesting to see, you know, how he does. He's a bit on a smaller side, so... We will see how he does. Maybe he's really... I mean, remember, I mean, he would have to take Denzel Good's job or maybe, perhaps, uh, Illuminar gets kicked out to the right side. Uh, who knows? Who knows how this is all going to unfold through training camp. We don't even know if he's going to be a starter, to be honest. We don't know. So I wasn't really, like, crazy about this pick because just because, you know, he's not a for-sure starter. But, again... The Raiders are starting in the third round with pick 90 here. So, I mean, there's not much. What else can you do? But, you know what? They addressed the need. They needed, they really did need an offensive lineman. And let me tell you something. When you watch his stuff, I mean, this guy gets off the ball pretty fast. So, we will see. We will see. I don't believe he's going to be a center. The Raiders already have Andre James. Uh, so, I mean, I don't see that happening but we don't know that's the reality of that situation from there the Raiders in the fourth round they move up and they take Zamir White the aka Zeus this guy's a running back and that was a bit of a surprise to some people not to me though and I'll tell you why because if you remember the Raiders released that uh statement saying they will not pick up Josh Jacobs fifth year option so it was kind of uh I don't know I mean if you ha if you're not picking up his option and let's be honest here Josh Jacobs is hurt is is hurt pretty much every single year so and this guy Zamir White he can be pretty good he looks really really good on tape he really does. I mean, he hits, <clears throat> there's one, I mean, he hits that really fast. He gets that ball and he explodes to that line. And he has a very, very good cut, especially on in the inside, making guys miss. Boom, and he's gone for a touchdown. This guy is a power back. Don't make any mistake about it. This is pretty much like another Josh Jacobs, but this guy might be even a bigger power back and more just, violent this guy has a chance a chance to play a lot this season now the Raiders have a crowded backfield no doubt about it but this is a guy I think 
that could make his mark on this team. He will need to learn some things. You're not going to see him on third downs or anything like that or on passing plays because he doesn't really know how to block. He hardly did no blocking in Georgia at all. So, and he also does not catch out of the backfield at Georgia a lot at all either because Georgia had a, like a running back by committee, the same thing the Raiders are going to have. But you still got to learn how to block in the NFL if you're a running back. So that is something the Raiders will have to work on. But as far as just handing him the football, this guy, I'm telling you, he's really good. He's one of the best running backs in this draft. I really like this pick a lot. I hope it translates to the NFL. Like I said, need some work as a receiver and a blocker. Uh, you know, he doesn't have to... Remember, the Raiders have Josh Jacobs, they have Kenyon Drake. They're going to hit free agency in 2023. But this is a guy who can come in every once in a while. And you never know what happens from there. Maurice Jones-Drew compared him to Adrian Peterson. Let's hope he's as good as Adrian Peterson. Uh, after that, uh, with number 126, Neil Farrell. Uh, not con- not to be confused with Clinton Farrell. So anyways, this guy... Uh, you know, again, they needed defensive linemen. They don't have. They only have one guy who's has a deal that goes past this season. So they needed one of those guys. Uh, he had a bad combine. Everyone knows about that. But he's a big boy. This dude. He's a big guy. And let me tell you something. He gets off the ball pretty quickly. He really does. He's definitely a run stuffer. He's not a guy that's going to get a ton of sacks. That's just not who he is, at least in college. I mean, he's pretty much that guy that's going to be playing a lot of nose tackle in this Patrick Graham scheme. He's going to have a... They're obviously, Raiders have a lot of defense alignment, so he's going to need to, you know, get on the field. But let me tell you, he bullies these people in the SEC. He was bullying those guys. And he's a good run stuffer. He really is. And I know the Raiders signed back Jonathan Hankins, but he's getting up there. This guy, it's another wait and see after that. And then in round five, the Raiders take Matthew Butler from Tennessee. I like this guy a lot. I really, really do. One of the reasons why I like him, it's been said, but as you know, I mean, this guy could be a rotational three-technique player, fits multiple schemes. I mean... Not to mention, he was a, uh, um, I, he played with Tennessee, I believe, uh, for, I think it was like, what, four years? Five years, I mean, five years, but he was a two-year starter there. Uh, and then last season, this is why I like him. Last season, this guy had his best season. The year prior was pretty good, then he got better. So he's just transcending, he's just getting better and better and better, As the years go by, that is a good pickup for the Raiders. Last season with the Vols, he had eight and a half tackles for a loss with five sacks last season. So, I mean, this is a guy who, I mean, he's just getting better and better. And he has a lot of power. A lot of power. And I just think this is a guy, I like this guy better than the LSU guy. I think this is one of those dudes who can not only stop the run, but also get after the quarterback and this group is, as you know, the defensive line, they have a lot of guys who can fit at nose tackle and th- things like that. This guy, he can do a little bit of everything. I like this pick a lot. I really do. After that, it was round seven. 
As you know, let's not pretend. Round seven, you don't know if the guys are going to make the team or not, but they do take an offensive lineman. And uh, uh, Munford from Ohio State, this guy, uh, I wish he was a little bit bigger, to be honest, but he's played uh, guard. He's play, He can pretty much play anywhere. He played left tackle. He's played everywhere. So this is kind of a guy Dave Ziegler likes, a guy that Tom Cable would have liked. He can pretty much play any spot. But he is a seventh round pick. So, I mean, that is the question. Can this guy, seventh round pick, come in and make a spot for himself on this roster? It might not be this season. But he might be more of a project. You never know. Or he could come in and be really good. We just don't know just yet. We just don't know. We will know soon, obviously, once training camp hits and preseason and things like that. But... We just don't know. And then the Raiders finish off the draft, by the way, with, um, uh, oh, geez, I'm blanking on his name right now. Sorry. Britton Brown, running back, UCLA. Again, the Raiders have a lot of running backs. They plan on carrying six at the camp. He's another seventh-round pick. This guy's a little bit uh, not as fast, obviously, as Zeus. Um, can't, he doesn't, he's not as physically dominant as Zeus. We'll see. I mean, he does do a good job of bouncing off tackles sometimes, but it's almost like he only has one gear. He's not as fast. So we'll see how he works out. You know what I mean? It's a seventh round running back. So don't get your hopes up too much. That's what I'm trying to explain to you. We're talking about seventh round guys here now. We don't see a lot of seventh round guys around in the NFL. So we shall see, you know, because like I said, the Raiders do have a ton of running backs. So this might be a guy they put on the practice squad. Who knows? I mean, he has some good tape out there, no doubt about it. But, you know, and he also, he let me tell you something about him. He at least can catch out of the backfield and things like that. Knows a little bit more blocking. So in that aspect, in that aspect as far as receiving out of the backfield, he's a lot better than Zeus. Because Zeus didn't do much of that, but he will get coached up. So that's the thing there. Overall, you know, I like the picks. I really do. The Raiders were going to need a running back. They did not put that 50-year option on Jacobs. They needed help on the offensive line. They pick up two guys there. I wish they would have got a linebacker. Uh, that's one thing I, you know, I I, I mean, uh, oh, man. They should have got a linebacker. Maybe a safety as well. As you know, the Raiders are not putting the fifth-year option on Jonathan Abram. That tells me, you know, that guy's that guy's days may be numbered. This could be his last season. So I would have went safety somewhere in this draft. But again, remember, the Raiders had no first or second-round pick. It's not like they had a ton of ammo and capital to move around and do a lot of stuff, they, they couldn't do that. Even if they had a second round pick, they could have picked up another third or another fourth, something, but they did not have that. So they just got the picks. They traded up for the running back because they had to. The Raiders had that guy. They really liked him coming into this draft. They moved up to get him. He They like him a lot. Let me tell you that. I know that for a fact, by the way. I'm not just saying that. They like him a lot. But with Jonathan, a but with Jonathan Abram not getting a fifth-year option, 
Clinton Farrell is not getting the fifth-year option. We'll see how uh, Clinton Farrell does this season. This is pretty much his last year to prove something, and I hope he does. You know, if he's still with the Raiders this season, which it seems like he will be, I hope he can get on the field and maybe show something because, remember, the Raiders took this guy very early in the first round and it just has not been working out at all. And I don't want to see another name listed next to all-time bust for the Raiders. We have too many of those. Too many of those. Of course, everyone says that after the fact. You know what I mean? That's why I don't do draft grades. I think they're stupid. You, no one, not a single soul on this planet knows how any of these guys are going to play once they get in the NFL. If they say they do, they are lying. The college game to the NFL game is a different animal. It's a different beast. Just like, you know, like I said, Zeus over here, the Georgia running back, he's going to have to learn how to block. There's a lot of things he has to learn in the NFL that he simply did not learn in college. There are a lot of things guys have to learn when they transition to the NFL. There is no way there is a for sure thing. If that was true, there would be a ton of success stories, right? Johnny Manziel, uh, t you know, all these guys uh, would be fantastic. Would be, you know, Hall of Famers. But no, no one really knows. Hell, I remember when the Raiders selected Jamarcus Russell. Mel Kuyper was saying Jamarcus Russell was going to be a fantastic pick. No one knows. No one knows. That's why I don't do grades. you got to see them on the field. you got to see how they transition from college to the NFL. But that's why I really like the defensive lineman from Tennessee. I like how he, you know, this isn't, you know, it wasn't like they picked him in the first or second round. I like how his career with the Vols, how he got better and better each year. That tells me that guy is getting better and better and better. And maybe when he gets to the NFL, maybe he's not going to be 100% ready. But maybe the following year, he will be. We just don't know. Or he could go into that training camp and dominate right away and be a starter. It's just something no one knows till it happens. That's the reality. But overall, the Raiders got players that they needed. They needed offensive linemen. They needed defensive linemen. Yes, they probably could have needed a defensive back. Yes, they could have needed a linebacker. But remember, free agency is still, still going on, and there is a ton of free agents out there. A ton. Not to mention, a lot of teams, after they sign these draft picks, what do they do? They cut players. So that free agency pool is going to, even get larger, and the Raiders know that. They have money to spend. They can go out and sign some free agents, and they will, by the way. They will be signing free agents all throughout the summer. From now to the summer to training camp, you will see Raiders sign a free agent here and there. So, really, I mean, the Raiders just did what they had to do here. They got some defensive line guys that fit the system what Patrick Graham's trying to do on defense. And then on offense, they get themselves a, a workhorse running back, a bruiser power back. That's, that's going to help out a lot, especially if Jacobs goes down or something like that. It's always good to have a lot of running backs. That's how Josh McDaniels and the Patriots always have it. They always have a ton of running backs. So that's a good news. And like I said, you get some offensive linemen. Hopefully they're pretty good. 
then maybe one can step in as a tackler, guard. Maybe a Luminar is playing right tackle, Brandon Parker, or maybe they simply sign someone in free agency. There's at least three guys out there that they can sign tomorrow, and guess what? They would be starting at right tackle. You know, so that's the thing. So no reason to panic. I'm not giving no draft grade on these guys because I haven't seen them yet. I can tell you one thing. When I look at their tape in college, they all seem like they're pretty good. If I had a judge just based on talent in the college football, I would say this was a pretty decent draft for the Raiders. Yeah, like I said, there are some guys undersized. There are a couple, you know, a couple here and, you know, here and there things with these guys. You know, they're not uh, completely 100% polished, but they are pretty good. So if I had to just judge those players and give them a grade without seeing them in the NFL, just judging them by college football, I would probably give it maybe a C plus to a B, to be honest, because these guys are pretty good. It's not like the Raiders took a bunch of slouches. Yes, it's always boring when, to me anyways, I know it might not be boring to everyone, I say this all the time, but when an offensive lineman goes first, offensive linemen are boring. They know that, though, but they're probably the most important people on the field, but it's always boring. We like to see wide receivers. We like to see running backs. We like to see guys who score touchdowns, right? It's just the way it is. Let's not pretend or lie to ourselves. We like that. It's okay. It's okay. By the way, just want to throw us out there. I wouldn't be shocked if the Raiders and free agency go out and get another uh, wide receiver. I just would not be shocked at all. I would not be shocked. So remember that I'm saying this right now. So in two weeks when the Raiders sign some wide receiver, you're going to say, oh yeah, Steve said that once. I'm telling you, don't put it past them at all to go out there and sign a wide receiver. And I think they really do need a safety. I really do. Because I don't trust Jonathan Abram. I'm sorry. I just don't trust the dude. I just don't. The defensive line, like I said, they added some guys here. Hopefully these guys can step it up. They, they got a lot of uh, defensive line guys now. I think they're going to be okay there. Um, I, I wish they could have brought in one more edge rusher. Uh, defensive end type. Maybe to give those guys a breather. But... We'll see how it works out once we get to training camp. We still don't know who they're going to sign in free agency and all that jazz. So we got to wait for that. But either way, I think it was a great draft for the Raiders because let's not forget, Devontae Adams counts. And if you throw Devontae Adams in there, the Raiders had the best draft in the NFL. The Raiders are getting way overlooked, way overlooked when it comes to this team. Look at that offense. Just look at it. As long as that offensive line can protect Derek Carr, how do you stop Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro, Devontae Adams, and now you throw in Zeus and Josh Jacobs and all of these guys? Come on. You can't. You can't stop it. it would, it's going to be so hard to stop as long as Derek Carr is accurate and he is upright. The Raiders are going to score a lot of points in these games and they're going to be able to shock a lot of people. I'm telling you right now, this team is going to be very good. So buckle up, Raider Nation. You finally got a good team. Now it's up to Josh McDaniels. I don't trust him. I'm always honest with you guys. Don't trust him. He was in New England. He had Bill Belichick. Went to Denver. He failed. 
He has to earn my trust. I want to see this guy be a head coach. He sucked in Denver. I mean, with New England, like I said, Bill Belichick's basically running the show, right? So this guy has to prove he is the right head coach to me. I mean, if people want to just crown his ass, then crown his ass. But I'm not ready to do that until I see the results on the field. And listen, Josh McDaniels is going to be running that offense. He really has no excuses. There's talent, I mean, everywhere on that offense. So many skilled players, it's ridiculous. That team, I don't even know how the guy could fail, to be honest with you. I don't know how Josh McDaniels can fail with that much talent. I really don't. And then, of course, there were rumors about, uh, what was Oh, Darren Waller was going to be traded to Green Bay. It was all BS, just to let you know. It was complete garbage. It was fake. It was fake news by a Packers fan. It was, it was all fake. The Raiders never offered, never, never, and I know this for a fact, never offered Darren Waller in a trade for Devontae Adams. Never happened. It just simply never happened. It never happened. The Raiders were never close to dealing Darren Waller to the Packers. It just never happened. So I don't know if that guy just made that story up just to get, uh, what is that, likes on Twitter? Is that the goal? Because it's not true. Maybe someone told him that. I don't know. You know. But remember, right before the draft, it's called lying season. People lie about everything. Agents lie to people. Teams lie to people. But that was BS from the beginning. The Raiders got Darren Waller really cheap. Now next year, next season, Yes, there's a chance Darren Waller leaves because he's going to want to get paid big-time money. I don't know if the Raiders are going to want to do that or not. But we have to wait and see what this season looks like before we even get there. Or Darren Waller could get extended before the season even starts. And Hunter Renfro could get an extension during the season. So it's, it's really, no one really knows. But he's not going anywhere. That's the, that's the bottom line. He's not going anywhere. All right, everyone, I got to wrap this up. Thank you for being patient. I know I have not done a show in like two weeks, three weeks. I got in a car accident. Pretty bad one, by the way. Uh, But I'm alive. Thank you very much. So, yeah, uh, thanks for listening. If you can donate, please donate to the show on Venmo. It's at the Raiders Daily Podcast. I would really appreciate it because I don't do ads. No ads here. Don't do it. So you can do that, or I have a link for PayPal and descriptions and stuff like that. So any support Raider Nation can give me, I would truly appreciate it. I love you all. This team is on the right track, guys. Now let's see what else pieces they add throughout the whole summer, throughout spring and summer to training camp. Let's see what this team can do. Don't count this team out, though. I see way too many of these talking heads have Raiders in fourth place. It's absurd. It's absurd. It really is. Because this offense is going to be explosive. I can guarantee you that. All right, everyone, that's it. My name is Stephen Michaels. This is the Raiders Daily.